One, two, miss a few. Now we're on batch two. We're back, baby. We're back, baby. Who was that? I'm back, baby. Oh, it's Bender from Futurama. So yes, we're back. We're doing another load of things about music and stuff. That is, uh, yeah, music and stuff. That's us. Yeah, just music and stuff. <laughs> you get more of it now. I hope people are more excited for it than we sound. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've already done like a little mini episode. We did so a little... We yeah. got our excitement out there. But we are excited. But no, but this is it. This is the official... The official episode one. I know. We've been gone for like a two whole months. It's crazy. It's been a long time. Yeah. We've been coming up with some absolutely bitching ideas in that time though. Yeah. So you can check those out and have a wee think about if you want to contribute. Well... We're, um, well, what, wait, wait, Cameron, oh, yeah. what have you been up to? How was, how was your Christmas? How was your New Year? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Very chill, nice and quiet, relaxed. Lots of chocolate. Oh my we God. so much chocolate. Do you, need, you need to tell us the story about how much chocolate you have. Yeah, my friend works for Lint and he got a bunch of free chocolate just before Christmas. So I got easily like a couple of hundred pounds worth of Lint chocolate. They just took up my entire fridge. You you can't fit anything else in your fridge. I've seen I uh, know I can now because we've, it's mostly <laughs> gone. Are you ever going to want chocolate again? Yeah, this? I don't know. I, I still, I, I keep asking him, have you got more of this, more of that? And he's like, yeah, just come around and get it. You actually want more? I would yeah, be, I'd be so sick of chocolate. By no, that there's nice stuff that I really like. And I'm like, mm, I'll just come back for like one box of this or one box of that. You right? don't want that whole big... I don't want the whole haul again. No, yeah. absolutely not. Um, yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, I've picked my favourites. So that's pretty much what I've been doing. Eating chocolate. Well, that's what most people do over Christmas, mm-hmm. but you've just had to do it for an extended period of time. Yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> What have you been doing? Working on the podcast. The other job's boring. This one's fun. So. That's it. That's it. We yeah. need to make this one... The job job. The, the job job. job. Yeah. That's it. Well, we're not going to do it sitting around here talking about chocolate. So let's get into the podcast. Hello, and welcome to Music is a Dead Scene. The podcast where you get to hear all about music, from individual songs to trends across the music industry and beyond. As well as your own thoughts and feelings. My name is Cameron. And I'm Ewan. We've been in bands together and separately played music for over 10 years. And we just love talking shit about music. So let's get into it. Hope you enjoy. So as we promised in our little uh, teaser to Batch 2, this episode is going to be on artists you love to hate. Very controversial, I feel. Uh, well, I don't know. Well, it depends. Maybe. It depends, because some people were going to list some of these bands. Oh, I love that band. They're my favorite band. And if they are your favorite band, tell us why. Fight for your favorite if they're in this list. Yeah. They're not. Spoiler, because nobody likes them. <laughs> but if you're, the, uh, if you're the exception, then tell us why they're going to yeah. let us know. That, I mean, that, that is the point. We've, we've, we wanted to talk about the, the artists that seemingly nobody likes, but they are still massively popular. And continue to be. So it's not like they yeah, were yeah. famous. We're not talking about like one-hit wonders here. We're not talking about they have that one amazing song. These guys have lots of really, really popular award-winning mm-hmm. albums and tracks and sell-out stadiums, and, but nobody likes them. So how do they exactly. do it? Yeah. Where's, Enigma. Where are the, the actual fans of these bands? Shall we reveal the artists that we've chosen? Well, I have a few as like warm-up examples that we're not going to talk in depth. So this is just a little list, or your new favourite term, a listicle that I found. Uh, and this is, it's by Best Life. Who are they? No, it's just like a Best Life online. Is magazine. that like a, a, a Westlife fan page? No, no, it's not actually. It's just, they're just called Best Life Online. I think Westlife have a lawsuit. 
on yeah. their hands there. They could uh, be making some money. Possibly, <laughs> quite possibly. <laughs> oh, that's their that's their greatest hits. Best life. There you go. Oh, nice. But do they not have a greatest hits already? Probably. Well, well if, if they if don't, then we've just given they it do, to. They them. need to rename it. So this this article is called "23 Despised Bands That Are Crazy Successful." Exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. So if you want to read this article yourself, it's https colon slash slash bestlifeonline.com slash worst hyphen bands slash. I think they've chosen a poor word. I don't think despised is the right word. I think that's a really strong word. And the first one is smash mouth. Oh. I don't know anyone that despises I would say Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth have almost done full circle and come back around to being like so cringy they're good that people actually do actively like Smash yeah. Mouth because they are <laughs> they they are so disliked. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing I don't know anyone that actively despises them. They're just a bit of a like mm, okay. I, I do think um, Shrek All-Star is just it's it's the meme is getting tired now, yeah. I think. Yeah. But then there's also I'm me. a believer. Do you remember that one? And then Shrek did a cover of that. Oh, did he? Apparently. <laughs> um yeah, at the end of um Shrek 1 Oh, Shrek, uh, yeah, Shrek 1. At the end of Shrek 1, they did I'm a Believer. Yeah, I think I remember that. I, yeah. I still I can't believe we're back talking about Shrek. It's because it's just you know the most iconic film. Insane Clown Posse. Oh, they're just funny. I know. I know, but I think it's because they have such like a dedicated fan base as well, though, yeah, don't they? Yeah, the, uh, the Juggalos. Um, a really good example, but again, not despised, but the Goo Goo Doll. They're, they're kind of the one-hit wonder. Yeah, so like Iris, yeah. for example. Yeah. But I think, the, I think what the, the issue there is that like Iris is one of those songs. Yeah, always, it's overplayed. Always somewhere, yeah. you know? Black Eyed Peas? Yeah, I'm not a fan well. of them. I don't like them at all. That that would be one of the ones that could maybe fit in this category. Yeah, you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think they do. Duran Duran are on here. Oh, yeah, what? terrible. I know, I know. I was re- I almost emailed them to say, please, I'm in this. They're on here. People hate Duran Duran, apparently. So I'll read the article. This is it. Perhaps more annoying than their perfectly coiffed mullets was <laughs> Duran Duran's ability to end up on every radio station, despite groans from the general population. In every way, Duran Duran epitomizes aspects of the 80s we'd rather not remember. Annoying theatrics aside, this band still maintains a strong presence in the world, having sold over 100 million records since their debut. Okay, I could maybe understand living through the 80s, Duran Duran were probably quite a lot more famous than they are now. Yes. Whereas yeah. we... We're looking gotten, at... We've gotten in, yeah, we're looking at them like... As in, like, oh, they were they were great. We just kind of see the music. We didn't. It didn't come with all of the the pop culture shit. I think that's also a good point. Time. Yeah. Um, another one that are on here. This will be the last one that I read from this one. LMFAO. Remember them? Uh, not really. They had party the, rock anthem. Right. They had one, yeah. The one song. Okay. Yeah. They were like the one of the, yeah, the they biggest. Had one, they had a one hit wonder. Well, I don't. They had a few big hits though. Oh, did to they? be fair, yeah, because they had sexy and I know it. That was quite big as well. Right. I quite like the LMFAO to be honest. <laughs> I, I, I will admit that's a bit of a guilty pleasure for me. Okay, fair I don't enough. think they're the they're the worst. I went to university with a guy who was like huge into rock. Okay, like I'm talking like always wore like the cut off denim jacket with all the badges on it. Oh, like long rock. hair, like like rock. I loved LMFAO. That's a weird crossover. Really strange. There was one time me and him, uh, we moved both of our playstations into the living room. Mm-hmm. And we would sit and play GTA together and scream next to each other, like side by side. Yes. One day we were, you know, just LMFAO came on 
not on the game, but like just on my phone when I was playing music, and he started singing along. I went, "Do you like LMFAO?" And he went, nah, "I'll be honest, I love LMFAO." And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so look, they were one of these bands that they crossed wow. cross genres, yeah, yeah, they yeah. crossed boundary stereotypes yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So breaking down those those walls, those social constructs. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so that was a few. Those are a few little examples. We're not going to talk about any of those in particular, no. but that gives you a little idea of what we. I think our examples at. that we've handpicked are are. Perfect. Yes, I yes. think they're better. And I know, and I know this because I was speaking to someone the other day about this episode, mm-hmm. and I said, "Oh, it's like bands that no one likes that are really famous," and they named two or three of the ones that we're talking about. Right. And out of four, any bad. That's pretty good. So we have decided that the four artists that fit this category the best are Nickelback, mm-hmm. Coldplay, oh yeah, Maroon Five. Oh my God. And Imagine Dragons. <laughs> you can probably tell by everyone's reactions. Uh, everyone's probably saying, going, yep, called it, yep, called it, yep, called it, and yep, called it. You know? Yeah, so bands that are absolutely, massively, on top of the world, famous, can't mm-hmm. be touched. Nobody likes them. I, I, the mind boggles. Yeah. You and the mind boggles. We've chosen those ones because, and, and there'll probably be people being like, oh, where's this, where's that? We've kind of excluded, we, we want to keep it quite not niche but you know try and narrow it down a little bit because we could yeah. just go on and on about people you know artists that are disliked in general i think we want a bit of context yeah behind why they're the way they are they haven't done anything hugely like massively controversial that exactly. is just like criminal or was just a horrible horrible thing you know it's just that they're just you know like, that no one that's why him. you know chris brown isn't in this list exactly yes of course no one likes him he can be up rihanna like, yeah exactly come on. i feel like people artists that are teen favorites or boy bands they yes. are just like for a different reason because it's not really their you know their target audience is you know, it's like yeah. kids' music, basically. Nobody yeah. likes kids' it's music. Like bubblegum pop. Yeah, exactly. You know? So Justin Bieber and One Direction, they they're disliked because their music isn't for yeah an adult audience. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, to to kind of justify why we've chosen these bands, I've I've done a little bit of research and I've gotten some stats as to show how popular they are. We love a stat. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if we look at their monthly listeners on Spotify, oh, that's a that's a so, great starting point. Yeah. There you go. So <laughs> thanks, man. Uh, it sounded so insincere. No, it wasn't. I was, yeah, no, I mean, it, yeah, it did come across like a bit of a date movie. Yeah, okay. No, I'm in it. I'm into it. Oh, thank you. So, if we're going through Spotify, Nickelback have 13.1 monthly listeners. Oh, 13.1. That is <laughs> incredible. <laughs> I think we've probably got more than 13.1. I would like to think so. Listeners. I would like to think so. What's this point one all about? Uh, yeah, I know. Anyway, so Nickelback have 13.1 million listeners per month. Coldplay have 64.3 million monthly listeners. My God. Maroon 5, 53 million. And Imagine Dragons, 57 million. Wow. So Nickelback dragging a little bit behind the rest, but they are slightly more hard rock than the others who are just pretty much straight up pop. They're at a little bit of a disadvantage. Yeah, I also think they try to be more than just hard rock though as well. So there's maybe a bit of that too. Because they try to, or they they say, you know, reinvent themselves every now and then. And I haven't listened to much Nickelback, but okay. I don't think they sound much different than they did from their first album. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right, yeah, no, yeah, fair enough. Fair I think enough. they've been fairly consistent. If we look at their their chart success, Coldplay do obviously better in the UK, but they've had nineteen top ten singles in the UK and nine number one albums in the UK. 
That is a lot. That's pretty much all of their albums. I don't know how many albums they've released, but that must that's, be... That's, that's up there. That must be the majority. Yeah, that is a lot of them. That's, honestly, it's wild. Nickelback, they've done less good than that, obviously. They've, but they've still had six top ten singles in the US. One yeah. getting to number one. Maroon 5, they have had four US number one singles, 15 in the top ten, and... Two number one albums in both the UK and the US. Where, uh, Maroon 5 are American, aren't they? Yes. Yes, I thought that. Yeah. And they were also the ninth most listened to artist of the 2010s in the US. I, oh my God. Yeah. That is that's mental. That's it's, massive. Yeah. Uh, for as popular as Imagine Dragons are, they're, surprisingly their their single stats aren't that great. They've no, had really no not. number ones in either the UK or the US. They've oh. only had five top ten US um, singles, which is still good, but none in the mm -hmm. UK, and then one number one album from the UK and the US. Wow. But they were the 13th most listened to artist of the 2010s in the US. I mean, th there you go. That actually just sums it up. That, I, why were they so listened to, but they don't do very well in yeah, the charts? It's but... weird, eh? I couldn't really find much about how big a crowd they play to, because obviously it will change based on which place mm -hmm. they go to, but Coldplay recently, I think this was last year, sold out 10 nights in a row at the 65,000 cap Estadio River Plate in Buenos Aires. 10 nights in a row. 10 nights in a row. That's wild. Yeah, My apparently God. Argentina absolutely love, love Coldplay. Love them. Yeah. And then if we look at the awards they've won. Your favourite. Uh, focusing on the Grammys, everyone's favourite. Soon to be talked about in an episode of Music as they've seen. Coldplay have... 34 nominations and wow. 7 wins. That's incredible. Maroon 5, 13 nominations, 3 wins. Imagine Dragons, 4 nominations with 1 win. Nickelback, 5 nominations, but no wins. Oh, oh again, just not yeah, quite Just not quite it. there. The thing is, though, that like, this, if anything, this proves that they're, they're good. I mean, for, for a lot of people that, you know, certainly... Um, success and size of your audience is definitely a big factor yeah. in are you good or not you have to have some draw for that many people to exactly. take interest in you and for you to be able to do it for so long and consistently do that you, you have to be good at what you're doing yeah exactly these, you know? none of these bands are kind of like flash in the pan one hit wonders here they just brought out their big single you know they've been going for 20 plus years yeah i mean if you're at any job and you're not hitting targets and you're not hitting metrics your boss is gonna be like why are you here? Go yeah, exactly you're, you're fired but they don't they keep pumping out hits so sh shall we get shall we start to delve into the reasons why try and figure out why people like these bands and yet people Don't. also hate these bands yeah let's do it and i kind of just wanted to say this as a little disclaimer oh yeah myself and cameron are musicians and music fans mm -hmm. so we might find it hard to see things from the average casual listener's perspective so in our experience these artists are mainly disliked by the music community mm -hmm, that's fair. for whatever reasons we're going to explore but i guess i wanted to say that that doesn't mean that if you do happen to like these bands you're stupid or wrong no that yeah and we want we specifically want you to get in touch with us if you do like these bands so that you can bring that yeah. flip-sided you know kind of actually this is why i do like them mm -hmm. we want that that's what we want they're really successful for i'm sure lots of reasons yeah, absolutely that we're yeah. just completely missing because we can't get past that we don't like the music and at the end of the day it's music listen to whatever the hell you want all subjective who cares about what other people think exactly so getting that out of the way i wanted to start out on a positive note i came up with a few reasons as to why these bands could be considered good okay and my first one was that they are immaculately produced. 
Very true. You can't say any of their songs sound thrown together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah like no, that. no, nothing about the sound of the recording sounds bad. And and having a boatload of money helps. It I'm does. Sure, it does. But no, to you, you still have to sound good, even if you're the biggest band in the world. There's been cases where bands have put out a bad sounding album and it's mm-hmm. backfired on them. The biggest example I can think of is Metallica. In 2003, they put out an album called Saint Anger. And people still make fun of that album for how it sounds. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> and Metallica, Did they never remaster it or bring no, it out again? No, well, or... actually, basically, what they, what they tried to do was they tried to make it sound like they were, oh, we want to go back to our roots, like we're playing in a garage. Oh, dear. And for a band that are filled with multimillionaires, mm-hmm. it just sounds a little bit insincere. Right. But that's not the case with these bands. <laughs> no, it's not. No. Do these guys put out lots of music quite often? Yes, I think like most pop artists, they have a fairly regular kind okay. of, we've got to keep the machine ticking along. Yeah, because you tend to find a lot of the time with, with certainly bands that we like, which are maybe a bit more alternative, a bit more underground or whatever, you don't get an album every one, every two years. Mm. You, you sometimes are waiting three or four, potentially. But with these guys, I don't know, certainly for a while, they just seem to be doing single, yeah. single, single. To say that they, they put out as much music as they do, and it all sounds consistently good is Mm -hmm. is very impressive. They also can competently put songs together which are able to translate to a very, very large audience. Mm -hmm. They're they're all um, good players they're good musicians at the end of the day yeah. you know we'd be able to tell and let, well to be fair I, I suppose good production can hide if you're not a good musician well that's true yeah but, but you still got to do the actual recording yeah yourself, exactly you know? and you still got to play live so to a certain extent they can all play and they all either have help from songwriters or can put together a catchy tune because you're right at the end of the day you know you can have someone come in and write your song for you but you still have to play it and people are so aware of oh he's, he's lip syncing that he's not doing that like no one I don't think anyone really does that these days i don't think you get as much of it anyway Um, no i think certainly with pop acts who don't have bands Mm -hmm. playing with them i think it's common to have just a backing track and lots of dancers and i think on the backing tracks sometimes you'll find singers have a lower version of their voice in the mix to kind of help Mm -hmm. reinforce them so they're not having to if they're certainly if they're doing dancing exactly they don't have to sing every line because maybe the chorus will come in and that'll be recorded yeah but a lot of these bands aren't no I, i would say these bands are definitely not those those artists that are doing that and then another reason why they are are good is that they do all have a certain amount of pop in Mm. their music yep you know even nickelback it is a poppy form of hard rock oh yeah like it's it's undeniably made to be singable and danceable yeah you know i would say so yeah yeah and these groups have all had hit songs quite early in their careers that have helped continue to propel them. They've had more hit songs since then, yes. definitely, but they all did have that first hit song. The, the big one. Yeah, which which for most of the artists is still their biggest song. Yeah, I would say so. And that just, again, is just a testament to just how good, maybe not them, but that's certainly that song is. Yeah. You know, that so, it can uh, still be their biggest song. Yeah, so we're talking about Yellow for Coldplay. We're oh, talking about Tune. Radioactive for Imagine Dragons. Oh, what a tune. <laughs> Love that. Uh, we're talking about How You Remind Me for now. Uh, I have a very interesting statistic about that. When it came out, which I think was 2001 or two, across the whole of the US for an entire year, there was not a single second that that song was not on the radio. That's insane. <laughs> just, imagine, just, that, just take that in for a second. Like, oh, so we figured out why people hate Nickelback. You cannot escape them. <laughs> you literally could not escape them. So you could you could go through any radio station, you'd have that song would be on it. That does quite neatly 
bring us on to the reasons that these artists could be considered bad. And my first point is exactly that. They are inescapable. And a lot of people who maybe don't like them feel like having to listen to them in, on every radio station, in every shop, in every nightmare that they have is a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would, I would say so because it is exactly that. If you don't like it and you're being forced, you're just going to resent it more. You can't win. You yeah. can't win with it being shoved down, shoved down your throat. And I mean, there is something to be said about for, for these artists that are the biggest of the big. You know, it's never fun to take shots at the, the little guy. Comedy is all about punching up. You know, it's oh, not yeah. very funny to punch down. No, no, so no. It's quite easy to make fun of the biggest artists yeah. around. Because I mean, they're in the spotlight and exactly. if they do one stupid thing. Yeah. It doesn't it. feel mean because they're making shit tons of money. Yeah, like, and they probably won't even know that you're doing it. So yeah. they don't care. I think their singers are very bland they have very little personality oh yeah that's fair okay i see where you're coming from like if you think of the greatest singers of all time yeah like what have yeah. they all got they've all got a really distinguishable recognizable voice that's got lots of emotion and range and <laughs> that is definitely not present not present <laughs> not present coldplay Maroon no 5. definitely not imagine dragons any of them really but then you've got Nickelback and he's trying too hard. Yeah, if, he can know. do the one thing though, I think. Yeah. yeah. I don't think really he can really do anything else. Whereas mm. like Adam Levine just sounds like he has just is just all nasal, isn't it? It's so nasal. So nasal. And then slightly adjacent to their singers, I do not think these artists have very good lyrics. I I don't know if we could we could say any of their lyrics are very profound or I mean you can yeah. maybe find instances where they are good but I think on the whole mm -hmm. their lyrics are just designed to be something easy to sing along to something without much thought. That's what I was gonna say. I think that leans into the pop yeah aspect. You know, you just want it to be easy to just get the hook. You yeah, know? and that so, can yeah, sometimes so. come across as lazy or bad which it does to me Fair. i know a lot of times uh i've got a i've got a couple of examples from each of the artists if we're <laughs> if we start with imagine dragons the only stat i've got is that um in the song thunder which is three minutes and seven seconds long including halves uh the word thunder is said 98 times it's just too many too many times so oh, so you're including the well do you know the how half, the song goes because it goes thunder there's a thunder. Th th thunder. Yeah, ah, yeah. Okay, so you're getting the th th th. Yeah. Right. That's just still too many times. I reckon even if you took the th th ths out, it would be too many times. It's just you, ludicrous. You could use those syllables for something else to add some context. To I why actually you're about thunder. I can't think of any other word in that song right now. I'm sure it says lightning. Oh, lightning and the thunder. <laughs> but then I can't think of any of the verses. I don't know. Yeah, like, I can't what, think what's of what's that the song words. about other than thunder's a catchy word to sing along to. That's about it. Like, and because it goes boom, 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 and that's an easy thing to uh, you know thunder. Oh, you hear thunder, you oh, go that, boom. You know, that's it. That's essentially every Imagine Dragons song. Lazy. That is, that is lazy. Yeah. And what's that? Is that Imagine Dragons that have that song where at the beginning he goes, ah! No. They do not have a song. Is it not radioactive? That, that doesn't do that at the start, does it? I'm sure it is. It is. Just wait for this. <laughs> what the hell is what that? What is that all about? It wasn't quite... It wasn't like an... Ah! It was a... Just he's breathing was, in the yeah. chemicals. <gasps> what is that? Like, so he's standing, right? Yeah. In the in the recording booth, mm -hmm. right? Because this is another thing that I can't get my head around. Multiple. This went through multiple people, yeah. right? And he stands there and goes, so it's going to be like, I'm breathing in the chemicals. 
And there's like, oh, yeah, it sounds really good. And then I'm going to take a breath. Oh, nice, because you're like breathing the chemical. Yeah, cool. Right, you ready to go? Yeah, I'll go for a take. I'm breathing in the chemicals. <gasps> and like you go, yeah, that's call that a take, mate. Nice one. We'll call that a take. Perfect. Got it in one. Right. Ship that to whoever's. Like, no, no chance. No well, chance. No, because I reckon th- these artists get to a point, maybe not with this song, but th- these artists do get to a point where they are just surrounded by yes men. Oh, that is true. So that is true. They're just like going, oh, we want to do this and do that. And everyone's just like, oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's Love so it. creative. Oh, I've never Pioneer. heard. I have never heard anyone doing that before. Oh, that is true. I didn't really think about that. I don't oh think. But then wouldn't you always want that one guy Doing, that's going to tell um, you no? Oh, pop, but with guitars, that's brilliant. Is that, no a, one has is ever that a distortion that. pedal? Wow, I have not seen one of them in so long. Oh, that wow. is groundbreaking. You guys are going heavy. You're a rock band. Wow. You know, me and my sister actually literally had this conversation uh, at Christmas time, actually, because Coldplay have that one Christmas song. I can't remember what it's called now. Like, again, they're so easily forgettable. Something about but, stars, not it. Yeah. Yeah, no. I actually think it is. Oh, no. It's, no, it's not. It's lights, okay. lights, lights. Oh, of course it's lights. Um, but there's one bit where they like, do like a little halftime breakdown type thing. And me and my sister were like, oh, this, this goes hard, man. This Coldplay song goes hard. Coldplay do go hard. Do you not remember the start to that um, song? It's got a it's got a hardcore like beat down at the start. Oh, that like, is, is a good song, actually. No, this, this album's also quite... Tell me okay, this isn't like a hardcore drum beat. I do remember this song. He's opening his hi-hats. And then that. I mean, that bit starts after it. But But that is is 100% a hardcore drum beat. But then I I also do think it's generous to group them in with rock nowadays. Do people do that? Well, What what genre are they? uh, Pop. They're they're pop. They're just pop. Uh, You could... uh, And that is why certainly people, you know, who who are music fans get a bit annoyed because you have all these different categories of genres that they do for awards and you know end of year stuff it's just like and then all of a sudden because Coldplay have a guitarist or whatever it's this best rock album Coldplay they maybe were some form of alternative rock when they started but surely nowadays it is very generous to categorize their music as rock I think they have I think they're sort of like I'll use the term hidden gems so not their singles but the ones on the album that maybe slip through the net that are actually good right. i think sometimes when a lot of these bands will branch out the people that are reviewing these albums and they might be right you know sometimes not i'm not saying always fair enough but they might have every now and then a song that is a little bit different to maybe the rest the singles on that album because mm. you want the singles to do really well so i don't give a shit if it's just bubblegum pop i want it to be top of the charts yeah. so that when i release my album oh it's got that song i really like on it i'll go buy it or i'll go listen to it but then they just end up skipping all the songs that aren't the singles but like i know how we were saying uh, imagine dragons were the 13th most listened to artist in the u.s in the 2010s they were that was from billboard billboard named them the number one most listened to rock artist at the 2010s not accurate it's just not accurate. So, uh, yeah, so that, that is way, just that's just way off. You know, like we can give them like an award or something at some point for maybe a particular right. album being a little bit different than the rest, but they're not rock. I know. And I don't they, even I, know if they would call themselves rock. They, I think they'd describe themselves as genreless, which is also... <laughs> that's cringe. That's cringe as fuck. Why would you do that? You can't be genreless. Yeah, I know. That's like when you say, what kind of music? You're like, oh, listen to a bit of everything. No, you don't. No, you do not. You do no. not listen to everything. Name no. name me your favorite classical composer. No, yeah. you don't have one. Like, shut up. You can't but, be genreless. Uh, yeah. That's pissed me off. And it maybe we maybe do sound like 
we're getting because we're both into rock, we're probably getting sounding like those people. Like, it's not rock. It's not rock. It's not rock. I, it's it's post punk. There we go. Yeah, it's might as well just say that. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what they're they are and whether uh, it's just more. I don't know. I don't even know if I have an issue with this, but it's maybe hard for people who are getting into music and they go, "Oh, they're rock. I like rock." Oh yeah. Does it maybe take away from people who? Are, are heavier or you know the, does it take away those avenues for people to discover different music if you're just filling up all of the different genre categories with different versions of pop yeah that's fair because then you say oh i like rock and you play imagine dragons and someone's gonna follow that up with like acdc and you then know, they'll be like they're not oh, the that's same not rock but they because all they know is rock is imagine dragons exactly and five and no Coldplay. that's a really good point it kind of it maybe saturates the genre a little bit yeah with, with yeah with just pop with everything yeah. just becomes pop you know we have these this multitude of genres that are all amazing and distinct and to just fill them up with this bland stuff is probably the reason i'm not such a big fan of it i don't really care what people call them no yeah anyway that's our two cents no i think that's i think that's a really fair point yeah. and i think that's something that a lot of people maybe not think about. what were we talking about lyrics <laughs> we we're talking about lyrics yeah i don't know how we did this <laughs> oh because i was yeah all that that was it yeah maroon five if you know the song payphone uh, yeah oh yeah what's the yeah. lyric how does it go yeah. i i'm at a payphone trying to call home yeah all of my change i spent on you yeah so that's the that's the lyrics that's the hook uh, someone pointed out that um, unless um, Adam Levine carries uh, just bags worth of change, oh yeah, he obviously doesn't like that person very much because how much change you actually carry around? Oh damn, yeah, <laughs> all my, yeah, I spent yeah. all of my change on you. Is that which it? was what <laughs> you found twenty p under your couch? Is that is that why your voicemail? Because I missed the call, unfortunately. Is that why yeah, it's yeah. two seconds long and it's call back? <laughs> That's it. Call back. <laughs> you don't have any time on that phone. Hey, it's me, but. <laughs> Yeah, that is a that's a fair point. It's not that's not that much change. Coldplay, their lyrics are very bland and samey. Again, they're going for catchiness. So I mean, if you if we look at Yellow, the big song, look at the stars, look how they shine for you. They have a song called A Sky Full of Stars, which goes, "Cause you're a sky, cause you're a sky full of stars." Their new song with BTS goes, "You, you are my universe." A slight theme developing. I see that. I see that, yeah. They like stars. lights and stars in the sky. Yeah. But again, everyone can relate to that. Exactly. You know, we, we all have a sky. Now, here is where we get to problematic yeah, lyrics. So when I said lyrics are, their lyrics are trash, so, you know, we've had boring lyrics, we've had dumb lyrics, we've had just lazy lyrics. And we've had that breath thing. from Yeah, yeah, Dragons. yeah. That's also just a bit weird. Nickelback, the main complaint about their lyrics is that they can be quite misogynistic, which is... Definitely not cool. No. We've got songs like Something in Your Mouth. The lyric goes, You look so much cooler when you never pull it out because you look so much cuter with something in your mouth. Why did you make that sound so happy? That's just... I know. I don't no know how you way. managed to do that. That was impressive. Yeah, I, yeah. It wasn't a nice sentence to read out, no. if I'm being honest, Cameron. No. Do you want me to do this one? Oh, yeah, yeah sure. I'll, yeah. I'll do this one just to make you feel a bit better. Thanks. I love your lack of self-respect while you're passed out on the deck. I love my hands around your neck. That's uh, that's a horrible. Rough. Yeah, yeah, it's not nice. Not nice. So, why? 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 Who? Again? 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 That went through multiple rehearsals. Yeah. Multiple practices. A recording studio, and they all just went. Yep, sounds good. Yep. yep that's not. I that's mean, not horrible. Those songs to hear. came out back in the wild, wild west of the uh, late two thousands, early two thousand tens, where you could get away with being misogynistic before people started to realize, oh, maybe that's something we shouldn't champion. Maybe we shouldn't like that. Lyrics are definitely not a strong suit. 
mm-hmm. for these bands. If we if we kind of delve into specific things recently, and then I know we said we weren't going to talk about the personalities of the bands, but like recently, Adam Levine's DMs leaked. Do oh dear, that? no, I don't think so. People have always viewed Adam Levine as like quite cocky and self assured, which is kind of comes when you become that famous, you know. Oh, is this a listicle? <laughs> the buzzfeed what boardpanda.com here we go Oh, boardpanda.com people are cringing at adam levine's alleged leaked dms and here are 30 of the funniest reactions i just want to see the dms i don't want to see people's reactions oh oh well yeah we don't. so oh, was... five women accused the maroon five frontman adam levine of sending them sex whilst waiting the birth of his third child oh my god <laughs> yeah that's the, that's the rough bit oh here here we oh, go here we go here, here, we go. Go. here it is <laughs> so he's he's messaging women it's been like I'm now obsessed with you. And like the women are replying, dude, aren't you like married, lol? And he's like, yes, but it's a bit complicated. He's having a child. Oh, I love this one. (laughs) (laughs) What? So he's obviously, the women women in question he's messaging has obviously sent him a picture or something, or he's just reached out because he likes the picture. Fair. Um, And his his opening gambit was, um, holy fuck, holy fucking fuck. That body of yours is absurd. Okay. And then she says something back. I, I don't really get it. And then he goes, ha ha, how are you such an hourglass? Hourglass emoji. My God. It's the emoji for me. I like the emoji. Oh, here we go. Seriously. Fuck. Four <laughs> Ks after a photo. She sends another photo and he goes, I may need to see the booty. Damn. And then another message following up, which goes, fuck with... 25Ks. So that would be... Fuck. Oh, yeah, sorry. That just sounds like you're having like I'm assuming he meant to be like... Yeah, 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 totally. But that is not what he's typed. He's not typed that. Yeah, 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 so... Oh, my God. He just keeps doing it. It's just terrible. Watching your ass jiggle on that table will permanently scar me, but otherwise I'm amazing. Uh, This is is cringe. This is very cringe. Yeah. So, yeah, that's not... (laughs) Not great. I want to tattoo my ass now. All right, okay, then. Well, go do it. Don't tell me about oh, it. Oh, my God. That's, that's just a bit of colour for you about Adam Levine. Not the nicest colour. <laughs> Not a nice colour <laughs> no. on you, Adam. And then my other artist-specific gripe is, um, for me anyway, I think, I don't know about you, have Imagine Dragons just ripped themselves off after, since Radioactive? They did that loud, quiet thing where it was like big pounding drums. It was like, do, 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 do. And now, now I feel like every single song just sounds like that. Well, I mean, and I know you could say, "Oh, that's broke. their that's their so- that's like that's the vibe of their band. That's, that's their, their style. That's their unique sound. It's just like, yeah, but it not stops every, being not unique. every song has to have a big drum beat. Yeah, it does, I'm it, sure they do other songs. Every single mm. one of their singles is just big drums, loud, quiet. Do you think it's just a well? You know, that did really well for us. We should just do that again. Well, yeah, probably. They're not going to spot it. Another reason I've come up with for why they are are bad is that none of them are reinventing the wheel when it comes to their music. Mm. They tend to go for very, very safe songs and genres that have easy wins, and they've pretty much been doing the same thing for their whole career, or they have just become more pop as their careers went on. Yeah, no, that's fair. And th- But the thing is, you know, you've got other artists that do exactly the same thing, but they just, for some reason... Are getting away with it? Yeah, they do it better. <laughs> Why are we letting them get away with it? Yeah, yeah, and that's the that that's maybe the hard part. Like, how what distinguishes these bands? Is it their front men and just how dislikable they are? Maybe because that, that seems to be the 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 thing that we've come up with that mainly sets them apart. That's true, and also 
ties them together, I guess. You yeah. know, it's, there's something they have in common. It, it is just a little enigma. It's just, it's little, you know, but as I say, it's, it's common with a lot of people that you say, oh, they're really famous, but nobody likes them. Mm. Oh, are you talking about, and then just pick one of these bands. Yeah. It's, it's wild. It's... And then my, my last reason was these bands, their main aim when writing songs is to write the catchiest melody possible. Of course, of course. Earworms, man. Well, yeah, that's 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 it. How can they be bad if they write catchy melodies? I mean, you know, most people would say having a catchy melody is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I disagree slightly. Ooh, that's okay. my oh, Cameron, hot take. I'm doing a hot take. He's got a hot take. Yes. Here's my hot take on catchiness in songs. I think a melody's quality and its catchiness aren't necessarily directly linked. I think that's I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah okay. The catch, where you're coming like from. the catchier a melody doesn't necessarily mean the better a melody. Okay. Examples. Mm-hmm. Crazy Frog. Oh, incredible. I don't think anyone would say Crazy Frog is good or Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah. But holy shit is it catchy. Yeah. Like that shit stays in your head all day. Remember the Gummy Bear song? Barbie it's another Girl. One. Barbie Girl, yeah. Cheeky Girls. Ooh, yes. <laughs> the, like pop music is littered with catchy melodies just catchiness but are they good no that's really yeah uh, that is a that is a hot this, take this i like be, it this might be a hot take blue da 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 oh that is a tune though to be fair <laughs> that's a great song <laughs> but is it just really really catchy yeah it is also that yeah yeah, yeah. so i think maybe well, yeah, that's cool. I like that. for me maybe these artists kind of fall on that side where they're literally just trying to write the catchiest melody possible. Mm-hmm. Payphone we were talking about is like, is that a good melody or is it just stick in your head? So that is all that they're really doing is trying to make that it's catchy. trying to be as catchy, catchy as possible. Yeah, and yeah. it works. You know, if mm-hmm. you get something stuck in people's heads, they will want to listen to it more. True. But I don't know if that's necessarily an indication of like how good a song is. Nah, I don't think so. Because then you get into that, oh, right, oh, this song is stuck in my head. I need to listen to it to get it out of my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People do that a lot. And then all of a sudden you've just, they've got to listen. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's a vicious cycle. But that's the reasons I came up with why, for why we think they're bad and we think people don't like them. You you can't get away from them. They're everywhere. They've maybe not got the most exciting singers. They've maybe not got the best lyrics. Their front men are... Problematic. C- problematic, considered different levels of asshole. Fair, yeah. You know, with Chris Martin and the dude from Imagine Dragons being at the bottom. And then you've got Adam Levine and Chad Kroger towards the top. And their music is just going for the easy wins where they want to be catchy they want to be poppy they want to be successful and i feel like it's quite blatant as well they're going for the low-hanging fruit which for people like us is, isn't maybe the qualities yeah that we, we enjoy most in music true do, do do we feel like the amount of hate that they get is justified you know we don't like these bands per se very much yeah I think for me, it's not so much hate as just like just indifference. It's mostly, and I have a lot of indifference to them personally. Their their music is more what I don't like, but only because, as I say, because it's not exciting and it's not groundbreaking, but it's everywhere and you can't get away from it. You know, I'm forced yeah. to to endure it. And that that's, maybe I resent them a little bit. Yeah. That, you know, I don't think it's their fault necessarily either. I don't think they're deliberately going out to make music that people are going to get sick of it's just that now they're at a point where whenever they bring anything out it's going to get famous it's going to get popular it's going to be on adverts and radio all the time and all that kind of stuff it's more just that i just can't i don't go in my way to listen to them i can't be bothered putting myself through it because it's not that exciting (laughs) um and that's probably the bit that i 
I dislike the most of them. Then personally, I don't give a shit. Unless you're musicians you know, cheating on your wife. Yeah, exactly. Like musicians and the personal lives is always a bit of kind of sticky subjects. It's mm. like, oh, just don't tell me. I don't want to know. Uh, exactly. You're being an yeah. asshole if I like your music. Just, yeah, totally. Unless you're like, you know, doing something really, really bad. Just keep your opinions to yourself. Yeah. Mainly. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So, yeah, maybe it's not quote unquote deserved, but it's maybe inescapable. Yeah, because these are the bands that do tend to get the most outward hate online. Yes. You're maybe right. It is is probably just down to that fact. It's just like people don't really care about them, but they're forced to be aware of them. Are we going to do some guilty pleasures, though? I think so. I think we've been quite we've been quite negative for yeah. this episode, which is just kind of comes with the topic. Mm-hmm. So why don't we round things off with a little bit of positivity again and talk about maybe some of the songs that we do like or we don't mind from these groups? I think I only, I think oh, I probably no. only have songs from Coldplay. Oh, you don't like anything? I actually don't. I've never ever, as I say, gone out of my way to listen to any of these other bands. Okay, well, hit me up with some Coldplay songs that are good. So it's Coldplay songs, I think Talk's quite a good one. From the 2005 album X and Y. Which is a very nice song, actually. Did you, did you know nice... it? Did you know it when I started playing it? Did you? I did know it yeah, when okay. I started playing it uh-huh. because... The melody, which goes is a not a sample, but it's yeah, I guess sample. It's 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 taken from a from a Kraftwerk song. Oh, called nice. Computer Love. I like that. Which I, I only found that out recently because of doing this podcast. We talked about Kraftwerk. I think we mentioned them in the briefest of passing. <laughs> so they made two. it to the playlist. Yeah, yeah, so they made it to the playlist and I added Computer Love because I was like, oh, there you go. That's a Coldplay song. I like that. That's quite good. I also liked from Milo Zilotto, which speaking of lyrics, you want to talk about Paradise. It was para, oh, yeah, para, there you go. Paradise. Paradise. That's another one. But uh, Princess of China was quite a good one. That has Rihanna in it. Oh, very good. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard that one. Uh, probably, maybe. Well, I was gonna, so you don't, you have no Maroon 5, no Imagine Dragons on uh, like. Don't. Because I, my, I, don't, I, honestly, I, I honestly don't think so. And that's quite embarrassing. I came up with one for, for most of them. I, I think my go to Coldplay song is I've always really liked the chord sequence from God Put a Smile Upon Your Face. Is that a. Yeah. yeah, I like that one too. I think overall that album was okay. Yeah, that album's not too bad, but that, that song in particular, I think you said the guitar part is great. Yeah. And then that those drums coming in with the bam, bam. Yeah. Bad, bad, it's bad. very um, it's quite driving. It's, it's very cold play where it takes a minute for the drums to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like they've got to yeah. get the, the nice slow bit. You but know? then after that, you've got like clocks and the scientist and stuff like that. Although Just, in my place, we talked about the uh, <laughs> absolutely massive drum intro. I don't mind that. It's crazy. I like Honestly, that song. Practically I like that song up until the 10 second mark and then the, when the drums don't the really do that anymore. soft, kind of like acoustic wet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But uh, yeah, for me, I mean, honestly, if you if you ask me for a Maroon Five song, that I don't, well, mind, I honestly don't know. I I think I have one Maroon Five song that I like. What does their name mean? Because there's not five of them, is there? Well, there looks to be six of them nowadays. Yeah. Well, maybe there was five at one point. Their first album, songs about Jane. I don't mind this song. I don't mind. Oh, there's She Will Be Loved. She <laughs> Will Be Loved. Yeah, that's oh. that, that's not it. That's not God. it. Don't worry. Is that I, don't, that I don't mind Harder to Breathe. I think it's a bit over-processed and a bit not very exciting for a rock-tinged song. But other than that, I cannot fine. say I've ever heard it. Imagine Dragons have no good songs. Oh, we found them. They all sound the same to me. They all Which is sound wild, because the they have loads. Like When was their first album brought out? 2012. What? Yeah. I honestly really thought they would be older than that. That makes me even more annoyed that I feel like they've been around forever. Because they kind of, they're like, they've released an album every two years. Oh, it's just too many. 
I feel like every single song just sounds like radioactive. You are so right. I never even thought of that, but they, they all, all do sound so just rip similar. Off radioactive. It's they're they're going for that. It's the fake drums for me. They're going for that big kind of stadium epic kind of like big movie finale. Yeah, we want to get everyone singing along. It's just like that's fine for one song, but if you do it every song, it becomes a bit disingenuous. That's wild. So they do have one. So they have one song. I'm really bad for saying that yeah. about people. Oh, yeah, I've only got like two songs, and it's not really the case. But they I have know. one song. We do sound like big old music dickheads. Yeah, we? we do. We are a couple of pretentious wanks, to be fair. But that's okay, though. I mean, how do you feel about um, how you remind me? Um, shit. <laughs> you really don't like it. Why would I? Ah, uh, even as like a cringy. Oh yeah, like I like I like it for all the wrong reasons. Like their album. All the right reasons. <laughs> oh, did I do that on purpose? No, no, I didn't. Because I know nothing about this band apart from the fact that I don't think I like them. I thought you were just making a really like niche yeah, connection. Right I, well, I thought if you I, were a secret Nickelback fan that just like you got outed there. If it's secret, even I don't know. So I have a confession to make. When I was a wee lad, <laughs> when I was a lad, and I had I didn't have any sense. Uh, I used to quite like Nickelback. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think they're that band. They're almost like a transition band. So it's like you said, Nickelback here are probably the most rock and you're into rock and your parents are into rock and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff, right? So yeah, you probably went through a phase of liking, like I, I went through a phase of really liking Coldplay. It's, yeah, you kind of grow out of it, but you keep a little couple of things. So what, what's one that you do quite like that? Do you have one that you do quite I like? I do not mind Burn It To The Ground. Yeah, so those are some little, little nuggets of redemption, perhaps. Uh, maybe not quite <laughs> maybe, maybe not, not enough not enough to redeem them fully, fully. It, yeah. but again that's why we defer to you the listeners yes we, we finally got some we input. did it we did it it's, <laughs> unfortunately it's, uh, it's not on the back of a, a DM to a famous band no, that 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 will come one day. That's coming. That's on its way. I can feel it. We had we had an email. We had I'm our so first happy. ever email. So big shout Incredible. out to Jen who emailed into the show. Yes. Thank you so much, Jen and Brody. I hope they listen separately. Hope they go into separate rooms. Yeah, and press play at the same time. But yes. have a completely separate experience. Yes. So it says, "Hi guys, Brody and I really enjoyed your primer episode. So it was the the little teaser one. Mm -hmm. uh, looking forward to all the topics, but in particular." Next week's here we are. They like they they love actually Nickelback. So there we go. So there, there's yeah, yeah, one exactly. So yeah. Nickelback because I, and the reason I'm saying that specifically is because a lot of the people that reached out to me or um, another place I'll go into in a minute they just didn't mention Nickelback. This is a quote. I would 100% admit that Nickelback is in my top ten favorite bands. I love the lyrics, guitar, drums. And yes, even the slight accent doesn't bother me. I have never understood the hatred. I hope you guys can explain. Right. Is it an accent? I guess so. It's They're from the South, aren't they? They're from Canada. Oh, so they are. Yeah, yeah of course they are. They're yeah. Canadian. That makes it worse for me, personally. <laughs> Not the fact that they're from Canada. I don't have a problem with Canada, but the fact that they're... They sound so... Hey, hey, yeah. I want to be a rap Yeah, star. pretty much. That makes it worse for me. Why do people hate Nickelback? From Canada. They're from Canada, yeah. From Canada. Okay, so you followed up. We spoke about on the show about how maybe Nickelback's lyrics aren't the best, and that's probably one of the reasons why people would maybe say they dislike them. Yeah, to say so, the lyrics are questionable. So yeah, is... yeah, yeah. I, I reached out to Jen and I asked her, well, what, what is it specifically about the lyrics that makes you enjoy them, whereas other people don't? 
We got a very, very detailed response. Thank you very Incredible. much. I'll maybe try and... I was going to say, do you have highlights? Summarise it, yes. Okay. So so back in their early days, in their couple of first albums, Jen says the lyrics are pretty basic and boring, and she wasn't really a fan. She said they were repetitive, and the alpha male stereotype is probably how she would describe them in, I, that, in that early period. Yeah, I can understand that. But by the time they get to an album, The Long Road, uh, she says it becomes less alpha male and more broken man, scorned ex-partner type, which may come across as misogynistic to some. She feels songs like Someday and Feeling Way Too Damn Good are more about trying to come to terms with heartbreak and anger while not having much faith in yourself. Ooh. It's interesting. So that's that's I like different. That. So, yeah. so I've seen it. She, so she does admit that there are some lyrics that could come across to to people as seeming that way. But th- there's the other songs. I think in if you there. look looking a little bit deeper, yeah. Into, yeah. All right. Definitely. I like that. I never really thought of that. Yeah. She does have mixed feelings on Dark Horse, which is the album with um, something in your mouth on it. I oh, that one. Yeah, 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 I would. I would say mixed feelings. Um, is fair. She says some of the lyrics are a bit vulgar. And I think if you've if you've also been listening to Nickelback and you've got this kind of almost like romantic connection and then all of a sudden they're then you know d- doing that that's a bit of a stark contrast that'll maybe think you go oh wait a minute this isn't the band i like if you know? you're listening to the lyrics for the personal connection about relationships and stuff like yeah that, yeah of course they're going to connect to you so i mean jen has has kind of said that there's the songs that she likes the lyrics of nickelback of aren't mm-hmm. the ones that we obviously mentioned as being of course. Yeah, yeah. they're the ones that have a personal connection to her yeah which i think is probably going to be the same for a lot of these bands you know it's i was going to say that's a bit of a trend it's not going to you know people like coldplay it's not going to be for the really generic lyrics it's going to be the ones that oh that 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 grabs you yeah yeah that Mm. that, i can directly relate to that yeah that's going to be the same for every band there's always going to be that one song that you know hits that one person Mm. ever so slightly different because it's exactly what they're going through very true so whilst we look at it from the broad picture and go yeah it's just nothing really there you know they're all just the same you know we think coldplay all sing about the stars and the lights and the skies and all that they definitely do do that but they probably also have a lyric in there at some point that does connect with someone so exactly yeah so thank you very much for your email jen we yes really that was brilliant it. you are the first person to email so congratulations yeah be prepared for cameron to try and force mugs and t-shirts and pens and all of the merch on you i'll do what i can so we put a post on facebook as well so we had sam messaged in specifically about coldplay ah very good it started out with i know a fair bit about early coldplay or at least I think I do, which was good. So <laughs> more faith in yourself, Sam. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I went on to ask, you know, would you say that you're a fan? So he said, overall, yes. Big fan of albums one to four. And then more of a casual listener after that. Okay. Now, I would say after album four is when they kind of became a bit more bubblegum pop, kind of. Let's see if we can do this. Parachutes. Yes. X and Y. No. Oh, I'm Russia okay. Blood to the Head. Yes. X and Y. Yes. Viva La Vida. Yes. Ha. <laughs> And then, I don't even like Coldplay. I know, that was good. I, couldn't, I don't think I could have done that. <laughs> but after that, in 2011, is Milo Zilotto. And that is... That is the big pop. Yes, that's a big uh, pop one. Swing. So, they, they really embraced pop on that one. Exactly. They? So albums on to four, big fan, big fan. And I said, what changed? And he did say it was the music that they started to make. Was what changed big time for, for him anyway. And they became a lot more pop. So he said, when you start to get alt-rock and start featuring Rihanna and Beyonce... That's not what he fell in love with. 
it's interesting that he's described alt rock as Coldplay. I don't know yeah. if that's I don't know if that's a label I specifically would have put on them. But then I, but guess, I understand it. I can I, see I where he's coming from. I do understand why you would put them in with that. But yeah, no, definitely that tends to happen with quite a lot of bands that get really big. They do tend to go way more pop, and that's exactly what's happened yeah. with all of these bands. Yeah, they've gotten more famous and more famous, and they've just gone more pop and more pop. Exactly. Obviously, if you're a fan of the early stuff, obviously as it changes, you might not click with it as exactly. much anymore yeah and, that, and that's that's pretty much what happened here and yeah. i think that's that's fair so there is an element of nostalgia big time mm-hmm. um to a point where sam actually said that those four albums still get heavy rotation for him x and y specifically which i think out of those four x and y would probably be my favorite i think so a big element of nostalgia i don't think we really touched on nostalgia much no it could have been i could have still been a fan of nickelback if i'd kept listening to them you know i listened to them at a very early age and i enjoyed them but i've just i've never really kind of kept up with them yeah and going back to them it almost feels like a oh oh, it kind of feels weird yeah like i you know i know i used to like them but you don't know but then i i'm listening to them with my brain in 2023 and i go yeah how did i not hear any of this yeah yeah so yes thank you obviously very much sam for for getting in touch really appreciate your input as well which is really good i took to reddit oh this is gonna be good so we had some really interesting points some that we missed maybe one actually very interesting one from a user at priceless logs imagine dragons really aren't that bad if you ignore the existence of thunder Oh, that's uh, uh, interesting. I would say Thunder is probably the worst song I've heard of theirs. So if you get rid of that, then just don't acknowledge it. They they went on to say, if you focus exclusively on night visions and smoke and mirrors, then they're even pretty good. Not great, but pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good caveat. No, I think that's that's also their early albums as well. So that's another person who's into the early stuff and maybe not such Mm -hmm. a fan of the newer stuff. I still don't think Radioactive is a great song. I still don't think that Believer is a good song either. Mm Yeah, but I mean, well, if this person recognizes, he thinks that one song. That, yeah, that's what lets them down. Yeah, it's a pretty bad song, to be fair. Muzzbiz guy, Coldplay is a fantastic band. Yes, they have some bad songs and a lot of cheesy writing, but they also have a ton of solid songs, pretty unique sound, and mastered live performance in shows. I absolutely get why people wouldn't like their music, but I think they get a little too much hate. I'm a hundred percent in agreement with that. I think Coldplay are a good band. They're maybe mm-hmm. not my thing all of the time. But yeah, they do have some great songs and they do have a great live performance. Well, someone else had messaged on Facebook. It seconded that opinion. We had Han. Uh, they also messaged in. They explained that actually they, they had waited almost their whole life to see Coldplay. And when they did, it was worth the wait. So that was another person on Facebook. So thank you, Han, as well. So yeah, live performance, big thing. This is the last one I'll do from Reddit, which was from Plonty M. I would argue that they're no longer bands, but products. Oh, Which is harsh, harsh. But again, a really fair point. The business suits want to reach more wallets. So they water down their product, cater to the lowest common denominator. They don't support the band. They eat it for its existing fan base and spit out a product. Same as Marvel movies, fast food and reality TV. The product is secondary to the profit and means to the end goal the quality doesn't matter and that's why these bands suck now that's very harsh but i think it's a good point because if you think they're not saying anything technically about the band the band are only doing what they're being told no it is a fair point as you get bigger and bigger and bigger the more studios will get involved and different you know the money becomes a much bigger issue and that does tend to cloud everyone's judgment really a lot of casual listeners probably don't think about the industry they just think about oh this band is just really not good now you know i really don't like it anymore it's not my cup of tea 
but behind the scenes there's a lot more. So I think if you have a recognition of the more behind the scenes, it does alter slightly, you know, what you what you what you perceive them as. So thanks everyone who obviously got in touch. Good to hear there are some, some fans out there. Some different opinions, yes, yes. yes. That's what we like. That's I know, we because like. we can come across quite curmudgeonly. We're harsh critics. So next week, we're going to need you again. We are talking about the Billion Play Club. Uh, it's a playlist on Spotify. Yeah. I'll maybe put a link to it, actually. You can also find one. There is also a Billion Play Club playlist on YouTube as well. Oh, lovely. What about Apple? Did you... Apple do not release any data about themselves ever, so they do not have a Billion Play Club. Lovely. Maybe Thanks they don't that, have guys. a Billion Plays on any songs. Maybe Apple Music isn't as big as they think it mm, is. I find that hard to believe. We're going to be looking at both of those, so we want you to look at both of those. I will leave links to them on the run-up to the episode so you can go and have a listen and see some of the songs that are on there and i want to know your favorites any little surprises any ones you didn't expect to be there we will give you our thoughts on the billion play club yes uh, and you may get a feature so and definitely get in yeah, touch yeah we will be back in two weeks time just too long email music is a dead scene at gmail.com facebook and instagram just at music is a dead scene we'll probably have the links for those in the description we will do absolutely yep, yep. so you can find them wherever you need to get them goodbye